Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Modern Money Smart Pod. I'm your host, Sean McMahon. And I'm Colin Hogan. Thanks to our sponsor, Aventus Systems, Colin and I are here in rainy Boca Raton, Florida, serving up a recap for our listeners of all the highlights from today's action at the International Futures Industry Conference. So, Colin, as day two comes to a close, how are you holding up? Well, you know, I keep hearing everyone say that Boca is a marathon, not a sprint. So I'm trying to pace myself. I'm trying to stay hydrated. What about you? Uh, I'm pretty sure you were the night owl last night. Are you feeling, shall we say, well hydrated today? Oh, come on now, Colin. I'm not the one who's a Boca rookie. I took it easy last night. And in fact, I tried to make a smooth, you know, Irish exit from the after party. But I actually got caught right at the door by some friends in the industry. And we ended up staying around until just a wee past midnight. Ah, we past midnight. I guess that's not so bad. Of course. I was proud of myself. I've had a lot later nights than that here at Boca. But on to today's hot topics. Today, we're going to outline three key themes from today's sessions at the conference. Colin, why don't you take the first one? Yeah, you know, yesterday we talked about how this was looking like it's essentially going to be kind of a two-track conference. You have an agenda that's heavy on new technology in the markets, but a lot of sideline discussion about the geopolitics and the market impact of the crisis in Ukraine. Today, though, geopolitics took center stage. And we had one of the most qualified people around on stage to weigh in on that situation. Mark Carney, the former governor of the Bank of England and Bank of Canada, Carney literally wrote the book on how markets need to focus on a triple threat of C's. COVID, credit, and carbon. But today, he said we can add a fourth C. Conflict. Carney said he believes the war in Ukraine will drive a, quote, tectonic shift of the global financial order. And that the weaponization of finance going nuclear will undoubtedly have long-term consequences. However, Carney also said the current crisis should be viewed as a continuation of the descent of globalized markets that actually began with the financial crisis. Yeah, later in the afternoon, Stefan Bujna, the chairman and CEO of Euronext, touched on that too. He pushed back on the notion that geopolitical risk is now, quote, you know, back in play and argued that geopolitics has always been a risk, but a risk many have just chosen to ignore. He said people can be disappointed Russia invaded Ukraine, but they shouldn't be surprised. The second theme today has been market resiliency. With everything going on in the world, from Ukraine to the Fed's much-anticipated rate increase, markets seem to be taking what would have previously been major, major news. It's taken all this news in stride. Rostin Benham, the chair of the CFTC, touched on why that is a little bit in a press briefing after his speech. He, he pointed out that a couple years ago, we saw so much collateral move into the system during the initial shocks from the pandemic, and that today that collateral has really acted as a buffer against this current shock. Yeah, but Benham was also careful to point out, though, that a lot of risk still remains. Mm-hmm, he was. And I would say the third big theme today was cloud computing, which plays a huge role in a different kind of market resiliency. This past year, we've seen some pretty big partnerships announced by exchanges and cloud providers, and it's starting to feel like a lot of the exchanges are kind of just pressing on through this trepidation about moving markets there. We heard Ken Broman, Chief Transformation Officer at CME, refer to this as, quote, the long, slow, careful walk of markets moving to the cloud. Yeah, the careful part there seems to be the operative word. We know exchanges have been working toward this move for a while and have always been eager to be on the forefront of new technologies and how they could be applied to markets. But there's naturally some apprehension there, right? Markets aren't like other types of businesses where the functions and ramifications of moving to the cloud are you know, more internal. Markets are an entirely different animal with a lot of external stakeholders. But clearly these exchanges are feeling assured that this is the way forward and that cloud providers know what they're doing. 
Yeah, I think John Davidson, the head of the Options Clearing Corp., really captured the sentiment when he said, operations in the cloud are our responsibility, operations of the cloud are the provider's responsibility, and it really comes down to how well you can manage sharing those responsibilities. Yeah, and interestingly enough, you know, we keep talking about how there's two tracks here at Boca, you know, geopolitics and, and technology. Even on a panel all about cloud computing, they couldn't avoid talking about Ukraine. Brad Levy, the CEO of Symphony, when he was asked about the impact the war might have on the transition to cloud, he said it won't slow the transition at all. In fact, he thinks the conflict might actually accelerate the transition. Mm-hmm. And I think there were quite a few people in attendance who would agree. So I think those three themes, the impact of geopolitics on markets, the resiliency of markets during the recent stress, and the shift of markets to the cloud, capture the highlights from today's session. What do you think, Sean? I think you're right. Now, I also think it's cocktail hour, so I guess we better get a move on. Yes, but before we sign off, we just want to say another quick thank you to our sponsor, Eventus Systems. We'll be back tomorrow with highlights from day three of FIA Boca. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and colleagues. And be sure to follow us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at ModernMoneyPod. And if you'd like a daily dose of Modern Money news delivered to your inbox, head on over to SmartBrief.com and sign up for the Modern Money Smart Brief. The Modern Money Smart Pod is a production of SmartBrief, a future company.